Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, SEN Summer Brekkie is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. It's Trent Copeland and Michael Karianis with you covering the world of sport this morning. And it's bloody hard, Mick, to cover everything because yeah. it's all happening around the world. Uh, a reminder that Vossi and Brandy, they are back uh, for breakfast on Monday, February the 12th. Jimmy Smith returns to SEN this afternoon and Joel and Fletch Back on your radio tomorrow for your run home. MC, uh, there was a few games of cricket on yesterday that we've got to unpack. And, uh, I mean, I still struggle to comprehend the significance of the moment uh, yesterday that we witnessed with Shamar Joseph and the Mm. West Indies beating Australia at the Gabba. But to unpack it all, we've got the chief cricket writer uh, of the Daily Telly, Ben Horn, on the line. Good morning to you, Ben. Uh, g'day, Capes. G'day, Mick. Um, yeah, amazing day of test cricket all round. What did you make? Uh, it just in terms of contextualising this, I saw I was in the seven commentary box with Ian Bishop with tears in his eyes in that final moment. We saw vision of Brian Lara embracing with Adam Gilchrist on air and crying, speaking of the significance of the moment. Carl Hooper in the ABC box crying, almost weeping about what this means have you been able to make sense of it all on, is this the West Indies or one of their greatest wins of all time? Yeah, well, it absolutely has to be. And it's just one of those moments that, um, you know, the significance of it, as you said, you can really only get from Test cricket. So I think it was a moment that the game really needed. Um, certainly West Indies cricket needed it. And hopefully it's a reminder um, to the ICC and those people who are running the game about why, you know, test cricket really does need to become a priority and why more needs to be done to help finance test cricket for these nations like the West Indies. Um, you know, just the spirit that that team showed um, coming back from a 10-wicket loss in Adelaide um, to, you know, to overcome what they came, what they did yesterday and uh, Shamar Joseph obviously being the face of that with, um, you know, one of the best displays you'll ever see from a visiting player in Australia. But we touched on earlier um, the fact that the goodwill shown to the West Indies and how, how good of a feel-good story it is. And um, does that gloss over the poor performance of particularly the batters in, in the last two tests and maybe over the, the course of the summer? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, look, I think, you know, obviously it's an amazing win for the West Indies and, you know, great moment for test cricket. But, you know, Australia needs to reflect on what went wrong because that's not a test match that they should be losing um, on home soil 
at the Gabba of all places. So, um, look, whether or not there, there did seem to be a bit of a low key feel to this series, um, particularly this um, this last test in terms of the crowds and just the overall interest in the game. So whether or not that um, had somehow kind of seeped its way into Australia's mindset at all. Um, but look, yeah, there's no doubt that batting uh, has been below standard for Australia this summer and um, it cost them that match. Um, and uh, I mean, the, the one positive, I suppose, was Steve Smith finding um, finding form and uh, that's a great confidence booster for Australia to, uh, to know that um, Steve Smith found his stride as an opening batsman. But um, yeah, look, the rest of the, the top six um, fell short, unfortunately. Yeah, they did, Ben. You're absolutely right. It was the entire summer they were under pressure, weren't they? Pakistan were outstanding. I guess if we're looking at holistically from a summer point of view um, for, for the fans, it really, had, from my point of view, far exceeded my expectations on competitiveness mm. and what we saw from the opposition teams. Genuinely loved watching unknown players breaking out on the national, international stage mm. like Amir Jamal and Shamar Joseph. Absolutely agree, Copes. Yeah, I mean, even in the uh, first test in Adelaide against the West Indies, yes, it was a 10-wicket win in the end for Australia. But, um, you know, aside from, obviously, the, the West Indies' very poor batting, um, they were actually in that test match. And if they had have got tra- Travis Head early, um, uh, yeah, they had a couple of chances to his century was the difference. Without that, that, that test match could have been alive as well. So um, I agree. Um, and, you know, you love to see that. You love to see these guys come to Australia and, and make a name for themselves. And I think Shamar Joseph is, you know, he could be one of the most exciting talents in international cricket now for the next 10 years. And, um, you know, that his contribution in this series will always be remembered. But um, for Australia, look, they've got to... Uh, you know, get back to the drawing board and um, and rediscover that intensity, I suppose, that gave them such success last year because um, they've got India coming next summer and England the summer after. And, um, you know, they, those series will, are going to be on. You know, Australia's going to be going through a bit of a transitional period with guys uh, ageing, maybe some more moving out of the team as the, as the next 12 months goes by. And, you know, those series are going to be on. Um so it's um, you know you can't be up all the time. Australia's probably uh, yeah not not had not given the best account of themselves this summer. But um, by the time we get around to next summer, they're going to have to be at their best. Are we any clearer on the, the long term top order? Mate? Like obviously um, Steve Steve Smith showed enough that he'll start um, the series again in, in New Zealand. I'm assuming that the makeup of that top six won't change heading into mm. the, the test in New Zealand? No, no, not at this stage. I mean, um, look, it's only been two test matches for Steve Smith opening and Cameron Green at number four. Um, you know, Cameron Green was a selection that they put a lot of uh, thinking into. You know, the, the, the main priority was getting him into the team. So um, he's going to get more than two test matches for sure. And, um, you know, look, he did, he did battle quite hard um, in that last innings to get to 40. Um, so maybe he, that's a platform he can build on. Um, but look, that's definitely the big watches on Cameron Green in New Zealand um, at number four. He's going to um, he, he's going to have to rise to the challenge over there. But yeah, look, I don't see any other immediate changes. Um, obviously, you've got Usman Khawaja and Steve Smith that are kind of reaching that age where um, perhaps it is kind of a 
series by series or, you know, um, uh, year by year sort of proposition for them. So, you know, look, I think the changes will continue over the next couple of years. But uh, in the short term, I would expect the 11 that we saw yesterday would be the 11 that Australia's hoping takes the field in the first test against India next summer. Yeah, that's our point. Uh, we've had a text come in here from the Eagle Vale Rabbit. Test cricket is alive. Great win by the Windies. England beating India against all odds. Keep your T20. Test cricket is the game. Here, here. I could not agree more with that. Yesterday was the perfect example, as you said, mate. Uh, it, it was magic to watch. Um, and when you're thinking mm-hmm. about the significance of England beating India in India... Uh, I mean, it doesn't get much bigger than that, but we saw two of them in one day. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. What a comeback. And, um, you know, uh, Ben Stokes saying that that's his greatest victory, greatest triumph as captain, says a lot because he's had had some massive moments already um, as England captain. Um, But, look, that was an incredible comeback in India where... You know, coming from behind is is virtually impossible. If you get behind the eight ball in the first innings, it's um, it's usually curtains. So, um, look, England have yeah the, the cricket they've played over the last couple of years. I know um, there's there's been some controversial moments and maybe they've been a bit too full of themselves at times. But it is an amazing brand of cricket that they're playing. And you know, if they can maintain that. Uh, for the next uh, two years, I know that seems like a long, long time, but next 18 months, we really do have an unbelievable Ashes series on the horizon in two summers' time. Because, as I said, Australia will be in an interesting period. Then I'd expect, you know, all the all the bowlers will still be going at that point, but there could be some further changes to the batting order. Um, that will be a great challenge if, if England can maintain this kind of tempo until then. And, uh, yeah, uh, absolutely, Benny. Yeah, love your work. Thanks for joining us today, Benny, and we'll talk more to you soon.